Good Tuesday morning, everybody, and welcome to your D1T5 for December 15th. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into it. We start with more reactions to new ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips, with comments from former NC State Athletic Director Debbie Yao. Quote, Jim is a lifer in athletics, which the athletic directors will appreciate. They'll know that he understands the stresses that they are going through. He's respected by the NCAA. He's respected by the athletic director community as the group of practitioners he's going to work most closely with. And I think he is well appreciated by faculty athletics representatives and by presidents. ACC Commissioner John Swafford on the notion that his league gave Clemson and Notre Dame off last weekend as a way to protect their college football playoff chances, saying, I don't think there's anybody else that I'm aware of that has played more games than Clemson and Notre Dame, and certainly not more games than the ACC. So that rings pretty hollow to me. We took a look at our league. We don't worry a whole lot about other leagues. We look at what we think is appropriate and right for the ACC. Concluding, there's some pretty important stuff going on out there in the world, and to be concerned or to try to make an issue out of that is pretty disappointing. The ACC, SEC, and Notre Dame are reportedly making a case to relocate the Rose Bowl CFP semifinal to somewhere that at least wouldn't prevent the players' family members from attending. The Athletic Stuart Mandel reports the College Football Playoff Management Committee is meeting Tuesday and Thursday and could make a decision at any time this week. The most likely alternative would be AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, but given that the Rose Bowl brand is co-owned by the city of Pasadena, a relocated game would not be allowed to use the Rose Bowl name. Another major headline from the USA Today trio of Kenny Jacoby, Nancy Armour, and Jessica Luther, quote, LSU knew in 2018 that officials kept allegations against athletes in-house. It did nothing, unquote. The article goes on to detail a Title IX report from November of 2018 that shows Deputy AD Verge Osbury and Football Recruiting Director Sharon Lewis admitted it was their practice to steer allegations against athletes to Miriam Seeger, a Senior Associate Athletic Director, instead of reporting them directly to the Title IX coordinator as LSU policy requires. Osbury also told the investigator that when a female student came to him because she had been abused by football player Drake Davis, he told her he didn't want to hear anymore and to talk instead to Seeger who acknowledged never returning the student's call. The investigator found Lewis responsible for violating LSU's Title IX policy because she failed to report the allegations against Davis to anyone when she learned about them in 2016, but LSU took no disciplinary action against Lewis. The Athletics' Andy Bitter reports Virginia Tech will be sticking with head football coach Justin Fuente moving forward. Oregon head football coach Mario Cristobal on the open job at Auburn says that he has not been contacted and he doesn't know if his agent is being contacted. Going on to hint at the possibility of an announcement of an extension in the coming days. Oklahoma goes with the Foundry for its student-athlete NIL preparedness offering. Of note, OU is expanding its relationship with Culture Wins, a leader in working with organizations in the sports industry to build high-performing leaders and teams. Soon as athletic director Joe Castiglione saying that educating and preparing our student-athletes so they can maximize their NIL value is important to us, like it is to every school, but it can't be one-size-fits-all. Sports Business Journal's John Orand writes on the key digital components of the new SEC-ESPN deal. Quote, As part of the deal, ESPN can put one non-conference football game from each SEC school on ESPN+. Imagine how many Alabama fans will sign up when ESPN Plus is the only place to watch the Crimson Tide. 
Don't expect mass programming migration to ESPN Plus anytime soon, as Moffat Nathanson's namesake comments that ESPN is still over-monetizing in the 80 million pay TV homes that remain. At best, ESPN Plus is complimentary, and for now, that is how it is being managed. Hampton President William Harvey announces he will step down at the end of the 2021-22 academic year after 40-plus years leading the HBCU. And that is all for your D1T and 5 for Tuesday morning, December 15th. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a 5-star review and let me know your thoughts by replying to your D1 Ticker email via the link in the podcast description or on social media at D1 Ticker. Be sure to check your inbox to stay up to date in what is going on in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grossi, and we will see you back here this afternoon.